0: Neighborhood. Today we're going to be in the house. Um, Yeah, in the neighborhood house. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, so what are we doing today? Today we get to talk to Becky Rossman. She's the director for the neighborhood house and learn more about what they do down here. We're down here on Matthew Street and going to check out all that they do for the people down here in the area. They do quite a bit. We've had them on, had her on early last year. So yeah, it's been a while and actually get to be on location and kind of see what they do and where they're at and all that fun stuff. Uh, if you would like us on Facebook, you can go to peorialife.com. Um, you can go to Facebook forward slash Peoria Life and or Facebook forward slash uh, in the neighborhood. So, all that fun stuff. Well, glad you're with us. Hope you have fun with us. Thanks. Joining you again inside the Neighborhood House with my friend Becky Rossman and fellow Rotarian. And she's also the present CEO of the Neighborhood House, and she's gonna tell us a little bit more about it. Well, welcome to Neighborhood House. Thank we're excited you. to have you here today. Thank you. And we've got some
1: pictures behind us, and I thought maybe you're gonna share a little bit about those. Yeah, Neighborhood House has a really rich history. So we just celebrated our 120th anniversary last year. It actually started as a settlement house, which meant that people, um, got, immigrants got together to help with basic needs. But the programs are meant to be progressive, ever-changing, to meet the changing needs of the community, but also about giving people a hand up and not a handout. And with our history, we actually um, taught dance before Pure Ballet. We had the first medical clinic before OSF, or Unity Points. Oh, wow. And we also um, provided summer camps for children with disabilities before Easter Seals. And then as other organizations took flight and specialized in certain areas, then we would drop them and go on to the next need. And we're still doing that today.
0: That's very cool. So we've got a lot of history here, and we've got some ground to cover, so we're going to go on a little
1: walking tour today. Follow us. So where are we headed next? We're going to go into the kitchen, which is the heart of Neighborhood House. We feed over 1,100 people a day through Meals on Wheels, our childcare, and feeding kids in the summer. So this is where the magic happens. It doesn't get really busy for about another hour and that's when the drivers will start packing the meals um, to send out all over Peoria and Tazewell County. And so Meals on Wheels serves who? It serves seniors over the age of 60 who can't go grocery shopping or cook for themselves. And we serve about 900 seniors just in those two counties. And what do you do feeding here then also? We feed kids here in the summer. Okay. So And not only do we feed them here, we also expanded to Sunnyland and also Richland neighborhood. So with that program of feeding children, they have to be in a school district that has 50% or higher of free or reduced lunches. And in this area alone, it's 82%. So is food
0: something that you guys are in need of? If someone wanted to donate? Absolutely, because we also have
1: a food pantry, and that's usually where most of the food that's donated goes out. Because a lot of the kids are not in school right now, so they're not getting fed. Exactly, so when, yeah, when school's not in session, um, kids don't have access to food, so a lot of these programs are popping up and we also partner with Commonplace as well and feed their children.
0: That's really cool.
1: Nice and loud in here. It is. (laughs) Got some tunes going. (laughs) Well, we'll go this way. We'll go see our child care. Okay. So that's one of the first pictures from Neighborhood House in the late 1800s. Good morning, LaTanya. How are you?
0: Good morning. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Jeff. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Amanda. So this place is a bit of a maze. It's a lot larger than most people think. Amanda, can you let us in? So we actually started child care in 1904, and that was very progressive because it was kind of frowned upon for women to enter the workforce, let alone leave their children in the care of someone who wasn't a family. We are currently licensed for 118 children on site. About 70% of our kids are on child care connection, so that means that their parents are working or going to school, but they're below the poverty line, so they pay a copay. We have about 20% of kids in foster care and about 10% private pay. Wow. We are having excellent results. We focus on pre-math, pre-literacy, and social-emotional skills. And last year we went from 59 to 72% in those areas to 87 to 97%. That's excellent. So our teachers are making a huge difference. We'll come in and see some of the kids. Hi, how are you guys? Good morning. So the kids are getting excited. It's almost breakfast time, so the teachers are getting them to calm down. And how many kids do you guys have in the program now? I want to say we have about 75 enrolled. So we are actually, our enrollment's pretty low right now. We're having the issue where a lot of people aren't getting, um, getting Child Care Connection approved. Okay. So Does that take a lot of paperwork, applications and stuff? It does and one of the issues we've been running into is we do a calculator here, but then all of a sudden someone moves into the house and it changes the whole dynamic and they don't get approved. So, we are now waiting for approvals before allowing them to come into our program because we've had to write off so much money. Um, Crittenton had the same issue, so we're kind of following suit with them, but that's really affecting our enrollment, so. Okay. That's so so cool. a lot of people don't realize that at Neighborhood House, we have a gym. Oh. So we are hoping to resurrect the basketball program. Basketball's been really important throughout the history of Neighborhood House. In fact, our current board chair, she picked Neighborhood House as the organization um, to be on the board because her grandfather said basketball at Neighborhood House is what saved him. Wow. Oh, it looks like, oh, well, there's the center, so... <laughs> We are very fortunate, RLI um, did some sponsorships, and we actually got our gym painted, got new mats, and we have another sponsorship coming from them. I keep knocking off the microphone, a little earpiece, but we're going to have new backboards. So soon we're going to have a ribbon cutting, and this is going to be the RLI gym. Oh, very cool.
0: And so the kids come, and they get their exercise, and play basketball, and... And is it just open to the kids who are in your daycare, or do you open it up to the neighborhood?
1: We also, well, we open it up to the kids we feed, which are the okay. neighborhood kids, and okay. they come on Monday and Wednesday. Okay. So we just have to coordinate with our on-site child care because since it's DCFS licensed, we can't intermix the kids, sure. but they do a really good job of coordinating so that all the kids have access. Okay.
0: This is really big. It's really nice. I bet the kids love it in here.
1: They do. Gets pretty loud in here sometimes, but a lot of fun. And we actually just had a new playground installed last year. Okay. So it's kind of an interesting story. We raised about $80,000 in eight months. Wow. And a new playground campaign. And two weeks before we were going to break ground, we found sinkholes in our parking lot. Oh. So we wanted to be good stewards of people's money. So that's our new playground out there. Wow. So we did some, we had some engineers come out and did some testing and found out the only safe place really is where the playground is. Okay. And then we were very fortunate, the local laborers and skilled trades, they came in on a Saturday and they saved us $16,000 and they installed it. Wow. And they had 60 people, so they didn't need all of those people, so they also did our landscaping and mode and whatever else we needed. So we were very fortunate to have, to be in this community. Do we we wanna go up there? (laughs) Do you wanna go over there and see it a little bit closer?
0: Let's go, let's go walk around it just for a 2nd Just make sure it doesn't shut.
1: <laughs> wow. We also got new turf, so it's really nice for the kids. Before they were over like rocks, we had some rainbow pl- play systems that hadn't been well maintained. Sure. And, but this is for kids, you know, five to 12. So I think our next venture will be redoing the infant playground. Sure.
0: That's beautiful. That's great, and it's kind of
1: nice because, as you probably drove down through the south side, there's not a lot of play no, play areas like that. No, you don't like see that. a lot
0: of playgrounds. Uh uh-uh.
1: So we just want to make sure that the kids we serve have the same opportunities as our children. Sure. So we always talk about different ways to
0: volunteer, so as we're walking, what are some other ways that people can, what volunteers do you need right now? Okay.
1: Well, we do have some people that come in consistently throughout the year, but we also have a lot of groups that come in for like a one-time project. So yesterday we had WMBD here, and they helped out with our Meals on Wheels program, packaging bread, um, our Critters Meals on Wheels program, which supplies pet food to the seniors in need. Mm -hmm. Um, They also um, put the stickers and the snack pack bags together for the feeding kids or washing windows. So we have a lot of opportunities. Okay. And because we work with so many different populations, you'll see there's something someone can get passionate about, whether it's children or seniors or even the pets. Whatever it is that you're good at. Yes. I have a lot of people that ask,
0: and they say, well, I don't want to be obligated to something all the time. And I say, oh, well, we can find you something, even if it's for a day.
1: (laughs) And a lot of people we find feel like that, and we are just... The one day is very helpful to us as well, I mean it saves us a lot of time and money and labor, but also some of those things we have to put on the back burner,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're able to get those done, so... are going on the do elevator. Pre- do you prefer the elevator? It doesn't or the stairs? matter to me. Okay. You're in charge here. All right, well we're going to start off going <laughs> to the basement, so... We actually just started some newer programs because um, we want to get back to giving people a hand up and not a handout. And one of the things we're working on is workforce development and financial okay. literacy. Okay. Because what we're finding is we serve the children, we serve the seniors, but we're kind of missing or we want to bridge that gap. Okay. And that's something that's going to have a long-term impact and make people more self-sufficient. So one part of that, which this is a basement, it's not real exciting, <laughs> but you go in here and Junior League came in oh. and they flipped our room. So this is going to be a boutique. So when people need to go and have an interview for a job or maybe they don't have the right appropriate attire for their job, they can come here.
0: Very nice. And it's
1: not just for our clients, but it's for other agencies who have similar workforce development programs.
0: Kind of like the dress for success, I think, is another one. Very nice.
1: So that actually stopped a few years ago, but that was mainly focused on women. And this is focused on men as well. Yeah. So we're still looking. um, We have ample clothing for women right now. We were very fortunate. Um, People have been very generous. But we can always use a little bit more of the men's. Okay. So
0: So more like suits and shirts and that kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. And it can be a wide
1: variety, you know, gently used, um, even jeans, because some people are getting uh, more. Sure, labor jobs. jobs. Absolutely.
0: So jeans, T-shirts, sweatshirts. Yeah.
1: Cool. Good to know. So they could just bring that
0: down here or bring it to you I should say?
1: Absolutely. Okay, great. Where's our next stop? All right. we'll go upstairs and you can see the Financial Opportunities Center. So is this where they did the pack? So this is food, so all your pet stuff down here? Yep. the pet food. Packaging that. We're very lucky. Whitney um, Veterinary Clinic, uh, or Hospital, they do a lot of drives for us and that actually is one of um, the most favorite programs here. So that's where we get the most donations is for the pets.
0: <laughs> There's not a lot of programs for pets, I don't no. feel like, but.
1: We serve about 140 pets right now dogs, cats, and we've we had a couple of birds on the program, so.
0: <laughs> but all for seniors.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's for seniors, you know, to reduce that isolation and depression sure. because many Company. of them are alone. Exactly. That's, mm-hmm. that's who they have in their lives.
0: And the food can be costly, plus going out for the food. Yes. And you guys deliver it. We do. That's awesome. Our Meals on
1: Wheels drivers do. So it's kind of quiet. They're probably somewhere meeting with clients, but um, we actually turned the upstairs into the Financial Opportunity Center. We have a computer lab that we were able to secure computers from State Farm. So a couple years ago, they gave us a donation and they actually do this for a lot of nonprofits. So every three years you can apply. They gave us 16 computers. I believe it was 13 um, PCs and three laptops. But I guess the one thing I want to say is being in this community, I mean, it's such a philanthropic community, mm-hmm. but so many businesses truly invest back in. And I know we can't provide the services we do without them. So right. you'll hear me say a, a variety of names. And we're actually really excited because we just announced on Monday that we won the Heart Technology Giveaway. Yay! So that's $10,000 to meet our technology needs. Very exciting. Yeah, because we usually put those things on the back burner because we need to stretch our dollars to serve the people. Mm -hmm. Um, So we just deal with like our hand-me-down computers from State Farm for our management. But now Mm -hmm. we're going to get some new ones and improve our security as well.
0: Okay. So that's what the heart technologies 10000 will go for.
1: And so what happens in this room? Well, we use it for um, a few different purposes. So the kids who come here, they can. we're starting to focus on academics because okay. the kids we feed, we find that many of them are one or two years behind their grade level. Mm-hmm. So our focus is not just feeding them but providing physical activities as well as helping them academically. We're getting ready to start um, the math academy. We're gonna duplicate it here. It's actually out on university. Okay. And we also have people come here for the workforce development piece to look for jobs, to do resumes. resumes. Okay. But they usually need our staff because um, computer literacy is also an issue. Sure. So, but we have open lab hours where people can come in and utilize these. So. So
0: maybe that's an opportunity too for volunteers that maybe you would enjoy doing that.
1: That would be great.
0: So there you go. Another another opportunity to give back and volunteers come down and help people with resumes or. Learning how to use Word, Microsoft Word, or just the simple things that we
1: take for
0: granted every day. Yeah,
1: or helping those kids get where they need to be academically.
0: Absolutely. Just listening to them read. Because do you find it often, too, that maybe the parents aren't able to read? Which then means they can't help the children excel any further because...
1: Yeah, just, not able to. just like our kids downstairs. I mean, you know, they had such a jump in pre-math and pre-literacy. They just don't have a lot of people working with them. And sometimes it's because both parents are working a lot of hours. Sure. And then we do have the, the issue where people are illiterate. So mm-hmm. trying to work with the multiple generations. Absolutely. So where are we headed next? Well, we will come down here. So I think I will take you to the art room because the other ones are just offices where they meet with people okay. um, to work on... There's three goals of workforce development and financial literacy, and that's to improve the credit score, improve net worth, and help people um, obtain more gainful employment and maintain it. Okay. So although exciting things are happening, the offices are happening and aren't that exciting, but I will show you the art room. She might even be in here. Well, so we have a fabulous substitute teacher. She used to sub in the child care and for the last several years. She has volunteered her time to do art with the kids. Well, she has done such a phenomenal job, and in a couple of months you'll see artwork all downstairs. And these kids are very talented. She brings out the best in them. So we decided to write a few grants. Um, through united way community foundation Mm. and Illinois state board of education so now we have actually made this a program okay so it's going to be for our on-site kids but it's also going to be for the kids that we feed in the summer so we're really trying to expose them to different things
0: absolutely
1: and she does amazing things like she just repurposes and recycles a lot of things and it's it's amazing what she does with just cardboard
0: it's the little things. Just going back to little things. I love that uh, statement up there. Education is the vaccine for violence. That's pretty powerful.
1: Pretty powerful. I love all of her quotes. So how many kids can be up here at once? She usually does. It depends on the age. So the younger sure. kids may be, you know, three to four. But with the older ones, she may have five or six up here. But okay. it's also about that individual attention. Mm-hmm. So some of the kids that might have some behavioral issues in the classrooms, so once she brings them up here, they just completely dissipate. Mm -hmm. So, trying to get that one-on-one time with the kids. Sure. Then we can take the stairs and... (laughs) And we'll end in the community rooms where a little bit of everything goes on. Every now and again, I walk out the wrong door, just so you know. <laughs> 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 this is <one's> okay. <laughs> a little bit of a maze. <laughs> well, the staff used to tell me, they're like, it's just a big circle. If you just keep going, you'll end up back where you started. Yeah. Which is nice, so.
0: I like all your plaques all around in memory, and thanks too. Those are really neat.
1: We just had these re- the walls repainted, so we're going to do all the black and white pictures with a sure. few pops of color. Yeah. So this is still a work in progress. Thank you, Lee. Hi. Be careful. It's kind of wet. Not over there. Oh, not over there. Okay. (laughs) I guess before the community rooms, I should show you our senior room. So in here, we have quilters. Um, one of the quilters is coming in on mondays and thursdays okay they're always they're willing to teach new people they've taught a few people since i've been here i think we have around six now and then the other tables are used on tuesday for a senior club okay they play bingo and it's just a way to get out of the house and congregate with their with their peers Sure. sure so anyone's welcome um seniors or they the quilters are willing to teach anyone over the age of 12. okay so. so no
0: age discrimination there, and that's you don't hear about that often enough.
1: No, there's not a whole lot of quilting clubs, at least on the south side. So sure. people have been coming here for years. Here comes one of our favorites now. <laughs> it, it's wonderful. Like I've been able to come back and sit with them, and they have some wonderful stories and big personalities. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So what are you working on today? Pardon? What quilt are you working on today? That, that's- can the we go? One? Can we see it? Oh yeah, I want to cover, uncover it. Yes. So usually the quilters also do a quilt for us to auction off at Saddle Up. So our big annual dinner is coming up on August 25th. I'm not sure if this is going to be the quilt that they do, but
0: that's beautiful. Do you want it
1: all undone? Yes. Yes. Okay. We can do that for you. Thank you, Stacy. Ooh, that is really pretty. Is this one of the ones you're auctioning off at Saddle Up or was that a different one? That's a different one. Okay. This, this is a, we're doing it for a customer. Should we leave the end ones on then?
0: Be what? Leave these on or take them off?
1: I don't know. Do you want these off too? Yeah, they usually sit around the table and... So she mentioned a customer. They're pretty backed up because we did a tour not too long ago and someone wanted to see if they could get their quilt in here, but I think you guys have quite a few in the pipeline, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm handing them to you. I'm not sure sure where you want us to put these. And then we can go into the community room.
0: That's beautiful.
1: How long has it taken you to make this? Well, we're just quilting it. The lady brought it in for us to quilt. Okay. So it'll take us five months, six months. Okay. Because it's all done by hand.
0: Yes. So, it's beautiful. You do some amazing work.
1: It is, this one is really a lot of work. And it's odd because it's black and red and white. Usually they're all different colors, you know. The mm-hmm. Black. mm-hmm. That other one we had in was really pretty, the one that at all the different bonsai. Oh, is that the one that's going to saddle up? There's one I saw you guys were working on for quite a while, yeah? Yeah, that one, yeah. We got to put the binding around it, but other than that, it's done, you know. And you are willing to teach new people, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're a very welcoming group, so, (laughs) okay. We'll Well, have have to come down
0: one of these times. Thank you. They are a
1: fun group of ladies, I bet. And then we'll conclude the tour in our community room. So a lot of stuff happens back here. Um, Nonprofits use this space for free. Um, United Way came to their Pace Center campaign training. They're gonna be doing their campaign for the fall in here. Um, This is where we feed kids after school or in the summer. And then during the holiday time, this room completely transforms. So we do Santa for seniors we have probably 200, 250 volunteers come in and they wrap gifts for the first three days before Thanksgiving.
0: Okay, and I remember seeing that.
1: You need to come, it's a lot of fun. I do, I do. And then the first Sunday in December they deliver um, gifts and we actually delivered over 1,700 bags to four different counties. Wow. So even if people know some, a senior who's isolated um, or in need, mm-hmm. then they can refer them to us and we'll make sure that they get a bag of gifts. And then we also have a toy shop. So the toy shop is for um, parents who are working or going to school or grandparents raising grandchildren. And we rely on about 165 businesses to collect the toys. Okay. Then we have a bunch of um, people come in and sort them, and we we charge $10, but we do it by ticket price. So they pay $10, and they usually leave with anywhere from 50 to to $100 worth of toys. Wow. And then we partner with General Star, and they do stockings and but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for volunteers. We have the Christmas Mm -hmm. music playing and snacks and it's a great team building thing as well. So we have a lot of businesses come in to do that. That's very cool.
0: So what is your coverage area? Are you, so in four counties or do you guys go further? It
1: depends on the program. So most everything we do is right here in the heart of the South side in the 61605 zip code. But with Meals on Wheels, we do expand to Tazewell County. And then with um, the holiday programs, it is about four counties because I believe Woodford and Fulton are in there as well. Okay. so
0: And you have Saddle Up. You've been talking about that today. Yes. So that's coming up. Say when that is again. August
1: 25th. So okay. we're really excited. It's our annual dinner. Um, we have live, live and silent auction items. Mm-hmm. Um, we partner with an auction company. They make it really fun. We even auctioned off a couple of firemen a couple years ago. <laughs> so, But we have trips to Ireland and Maui. And it's just really a lot of fun. And how long has that been going on? They've been having annual dinners uh, maybe 12 to 15 years, but we actually rebranded it to Saddle Up for okay. the country theme a few years ago. And for the first time ever last year, we broke $100,000. Very good. So we're really excited. And so tell us when that is again. So on August 25th, it's going to be at the Paradise. Okay, at and w- Paradise. And we have a whiskey and tequila tasting. That's how we start the night off. <laughs> it helps getting people to bid. So. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That will d- definitely do that. <laughs>
1: yeah so well thank you so much for coming today
0: is there any um so a website where someone can apply to
1: volunteer or maybe needs your services absolutely so nhpeoria.org okay Or they could call Brenna Dixon. She coordinates our volunteers, and she also does the community outreach programs. Okay. So she's a great reference, and that's 674-1131.
0: And, of course, 309.
1: Yes. Thank you for adding (laughs) that. (laughs) And then tell us the website one
0: more time so people can know where to go.
1: Yeah, nhpeoria.org.
0: Okay. Thank you so much for giving us a tour today. It was really cool to see all of you, and I'm excited to come down and, and do some more. So... Well, thank you, Stacey. Thanks for your time today. And check us out and make sure to share us um, on LinkedIn and Facebook.
1: Purialife.com.